Hello, sexies. You are listening to Sisters of Sexuality, Five Shades of Play, and I am Taylor Sparks, your host and sex goddess for the evening. We are here for the purposes of educating, entertaining, and informing you in all areas of sexuality, sexual health, kink, relationships, and the business of sex. I am so excited as I am every week to welcome a new guest and this beautiful, brainy woman <laughs> I cannot <laughs> wait to tell you about. But before I bring her on, let me give you a little more information about her. Heather C. Montgomery is a founder and CEO of Please Me, one of the largest sex positive platforms in America and soon the world. Heather challenges the status quo as it relates to the way people treat sex in life and society, especially for women. She longed for a place that provided freedom of expression to expand her sexual desires without a backlash in her personal and public life. As a single mom, she didn't find it. Montgomery's concept of Please Me, a tool tailored to one's sexual interests, desires, and needs, laden with diverse resources shrouded in anonymity. It is a vehicle to transform one's sexual expression and empower us to create the sex and relationship life of our dream. Heather is also a content expert in women and men's sexual health, technology and privacy, women's empowerment, censorship and social media, physical and mental health benefits of sex, anonymity and sexual exploration, the value of sex education, women in business, raising capital as an entrepreneur and leadership. Heather, welcome to the show. Thank you, Taylor. It's such an honor to be here. I'm so excited. No, it's an honor to have you here because you are brilliant. <laughs> and, and people need to know, I, I just, listen, you developed this platform. So first, I mean, we told them a little bit about the platform. We're going to you know, do a deep dive into all that it means for everyone. But I just want to know, what were you thinking? Okay, what is your like background in technology to even come up with this concept? Yeah, I mean, well, thank you for that. I, I will say that I wish I could say I was thinking when I came up with it, but it actually all came to me in a dream 10 years ago. Um, I think after I bought a sex toy and I was so embarrassed and I ran out of the store, I went, you know, two towns over, wore a hat and glasses. <laughs> I was just like, there's got to be a better way. I, you know, grew up in the Midwest and a very, you know, religious home. So I didn't have a lot of experience with um, mm -hmm. sexual education and or feeling, you know, emboldened and entitled to pursue my pleasure uh, without mm -hmm. a lot of guilt and shame associated mm -hmm. with it. And mm -hmm. so I think in my dreams, my mind said, there's got to be a way for me to explore this and still have a little privacy and anonymity um, to do so because, uh, you know, it was something for me. And so I do have a background in health and wellness and mm -hmm. was helping companies utilize blockchain technologies or just internet technologies to, you know, build their businesses and their brands. And it, it just all kind of melded together um, as a way to explore sexuality, have the autonomy and the consent of who gets to see what information I'm sharing. Um, because I felt social media, although it's great for a lot of things, really wasn't the best place for me to be asking questions and sharing content, you know, where grandma mm -hmm. was watching and where my kids were watching and where my neighbors mm -hmm. and colleagues were watching. So, yeah, I just kind of flipped the script and mm -hmm. uh, made it different. And so, but how, so you had this thought process of this social media platform, private, anonymous sexual exploration, wellness, 
empowerment, especially for women. I mean, how do you even go about developing it? I mean, like, who do you tap into and go, hey, I want my own platform. You know, it's like putting together, like putting together your own, your own network. I mean, yeah. Where, where'd you find the people to, to help you, you know, get, go from your brain to, you know, a platform on the internet? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, luckily I had managed other tech build platform um, projects before. And so I, and I also had worked with uh, somebody who was an MIT graduate and is very tech savvy and ran the technology part of my medical business. So of course I reached out to him and said, this is what I want to do. And I can't imagine doing it without your assistance and help. And Mm -hmm. together he and I um, worked on the technical plans and found the the coders and we've really literally written every line of code from scratch. So oh, now, wow. um, yeah, yeah. We just had to envision it and, you know, create it and draw it out and figure out how we wanted it to function and then hire the brainy uh, engineers that know how to make that happen. So since then we've actually attracted a very big tech partner called we are future tech and mm-hmm. they have a partner that has over 300 different coders. And so now we can just, pick and choose who we need for specific projects that have maybe AI attached or blockchain attached that are experts in coding that. So we do manage our build uh, in-house, which has been incredibly fun and amazing and empowering because we get to build what we want. Yes. Yes. So was it, you know, the, the embarrassment of being, you know, in a public space like a sex toy store that made you think, how do I do this, you know, privately, but also who do I talk to, you know, if I want to be anonymous without feeling, you know, the world of shame, you know, on me, is this also part of your thought process for having the platform? Yeah. I mean, really, I, I wanted to be able to get good resources, not just the sex toy. I was curious about BDSM after reading Mm -hmm. 50 Shades of Grey. We all know that's not exactly (laughs) reality completely, but at the same time, it did open people to understanding that it's an option and, and learning and researching. And I ended up on a Tinder date with somebody who said, I'm a dom. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? And I started to search and look for information on it. But I didn't really find what I wanted, which was a way to ask questions. Mm. Um, I didn't feel safe going into fat life because that was just too, too much. Like, so I would read blog articles and it would be great, but I, I'd have, then it would just open up more questions. And then I couldn't ask a question of the person um, at the time. And they just, you know, I didn't feel comfortable leaving a comment in the comment section of their blog. So I just thought, gosh, there has to be a way where we could have all these resources aggregated in one place. And if I'm looking for BDSM experts or even people, just regular people who have gone through doing it for the first time Mm -hmm, and started mm -hmm. on their journey. And I just wanted to ask them, well, what was your first time like, or what should I know before I, before I try this myself? And I just really didn't feel like I had that. And yes, to answer your question, the sex toy thing too, like, where can I go and, you know, read reviews and ask questions and have it not be tied to my identity where everyone can see and not that you should be ashamed about sex, mm-hmm. but there may be some people that I want to see that information, but not others. So I wanted to have that. Exactly. Control. Yeah. That is, that is something. So from the time you had the dream and this do, and then like the, the conception part, like 
I think this is what I want it to be. And you know, you talk to your people and like, this is what I'm thinking. And they go, why are you thinking that? And then they go, I don't know, because it doesn't exist. I know, but can't you do something else? Like, I don't want to do anything else. I want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and they go, okay, she's serious. How long from dream to conception, so to speak, <laughs> to birth, you know, before you launched it? How long did it take you guys to work on this? Well, it took me five years to decide I was brave enough or crazy enough to do it. <laughs> okay. And so uh, after a trek up Mount Kilimanjaro with 18 other women focusing on women's wellness, I decided to leave my fears on the mountain. I came back and started to put the my plans together and a presentation to um, people that I wanted to work on the project with me. And so the first thing I did is I gathered a team. And in December of 2017, we, I had finished the business plan and got, I think, four or five of the 10 people I reached out to and said, hey, would you like to do this with me? Um, mm -hmm. And we raised our first dollar of capital. And mm -hmm. then it took four more months. And I say dollar, 100,000 was the first amount we got. And then right. it took four more months to write the technical plans. And then it took about a year to build the technology okay. um, to the point where we could test it and invite people to be part of helping us make it better. So on the on the investment side, where did you go the you know the the normal the regular well, not normal but did you go the the most known route? Did you like go to a bank or did you go to a VC or did you get angel investors? Which what worked or was it a combination? Yeah, I mean, I pretty much knew early I wanted to stay away from venture capital mm -hmm. um, as long as possible because it's. They want more control and, you know, they want a lot of stock. And to be honest with you, most venture capital firms have what's called a vice clause, which means mm -hmm. they won't invest in anything adult, quote unquote, mm -hmm. um, or alcohol or tobacco or, you know, they have a, a number of things that they categorize as vice, um, adult being one of them. So, you know, you start with friends and family, but actually the first person that we got was an investor, an angel investor who. Um, is in the lifestyle. He's polyamorous. So when he heard mm -hmm. about what we were doing, he was like, this is, this is fantastic. Yes. Um, and, uh, and he had built a software as a solution company in Germany, up to 300 employees and sold it and did very well. So he um, has continued to reinvest and is, is one of our largest investors now. And we just continued to look for sex positive angels, you know, yes. that were interested in our mission and, and liked the business plan. Of course, you still need a good business plan and uh, a team that can execute. And so, yeah, we've just continued to add amazing people and reach out to the community and find those sex positive investors that aren't afraid of the space. Mm -hmm. um, and that see technology as, uh, you know, everything in technology started as sex tech, pretty much. <laughs> if yes. it's a technology we use today, it started in sex tech. So um, yes. Some people really, really do get that. And so they're willing to invest. That, that is wonderful. Do you, so obviously, you know, now being the face of the company, you've gotten beyond your, I don't give a fuck what people say, <laughs> but <laughs> when you, you know, once you knew that it was launched and once people found out that it was you, people who might not have known you were working on this, friends, family members, you know, what were some of their thoughts and what was your response? <laughs> you know, it's so interesting. I really thought my family was going to have a problem with it. And honestly, nobody said anything. 
I mean, nothing like, why are you doing this? Or you shouldn't do this, or this is wrong. They all just said, we believe in you, Heather. We hope you're very successful, mom, dad included. So it was shocking, but it was so interesting to see all that fear that I had Mm -hmm. about what people would think. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's not to say there won't be some people that don't agree with what I'm doing, but it really didn't, didn't, and none of it really has materialized. So that has been a very, very enlightening experience for me and empowering to not let fear stop you Mm -hmm. um, in your journey and on your decisions. And just to kind of push it aside and say, I'm going to deal with what's actually real and right in front of me in the present moment. Um, And so, yeah, it was very, very interesting. I have not heard anything from any of my colleagues from school or my family at home. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if grandma really knows what I'm doing. <laughs> she's a hundred, she's 102 years old and, you know, barely has a, you know, flip phone probably still. So I doubt <laughs> grandma probably got her own channel. You just don't know. <laughs> Maybe. How to enjoy sex after a hundred. That's her channel. <laughs> right. Right. Isn't that for well, that must, you know, really been like not a relief, but just not that you were worried because you were going to do it anyway. But, yeah. you know, to know that your family and your friends are, you know, are rooting for you in success in this in this industry of vice, you know, as I'm in the vice industry as well. Yeah. And, you know, when I did it, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give yeah. a, I don't give a shit. And and, um, you know, there were a few people that, you know, clutched their pearls, but for the most yeah. part, they were like, what are you doing now for, <laughs> that's how they were for me. Now, what are you doing? So You know it, what else happened? This mm-hmm. is, and this happened with strangers too. When I, when I first people would say, well, what do you do? They start telling me about all their sex. Yes, they That's do. What they do, they start telling me, "Oh, well, she's cool. I can actually talk about this with somebody. <laughs> Let's talk about it." Oh, can I, can I tell you what happened to me? And sometimes a little too much information. But yeah, what are you it, telling? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was interesting that that was actually the response I got, as opposed to the you know clutching of the pearls. Was people mm-hmm. were finally like, "Oh, I can talk to her because she's cool." Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. As soon as they find out I teach, you know, sex, they're like. <gasps> You know, is there any, I mean, I get questions on LinkedIn that are just beyond, beyond. I'm like, why do you tell me about this on LinkedIn? Send them a link and say, you know, we can talk, we're not going to talk about you and the size of your penis on LinkedIn, you know, but they want to know, you know, what can I do to make my, that's the, that's the number one question I get from men. What's that? What can I do to make my penis bigger? Really? Yes. It's, I'm like, it's not a requirement, first of all. And second of all, nothing. You know, make your other <laughs> skills better. Use your mouth. Use your fingers. Take out the yeah. trash. Right. <laughs> Hello. Take, take nothing, out the Nothing sexier than a man that takes out the trash. Girl, I, that'd get, that's almost a guaranteed blowjob around here. So, right. right? I, since my love language is acts of service, all of that counts for mm-hmm. me. You thought about the concept of, of the of the platform and wanting people to be able to have freedom of speech, to be able to say what they want. Tell us, give us a layout of the platform itself. What is the, you know, the basics and then kind of build out from there? Yeah. I mean, basically, I wanted people to land somewhere where they felt comfortable. One of the things 
that I was learning as I was looking online. And sometimes I get to a place I'm like, Ooh, I wish I didn't see that. Like that wasn't what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not in that. Even like, like looking at porn, for example, I'd end up on something. I go, Oh God, no, I was, that's turning me off mm-hmm. instead of turning me on. And mm-hmm. so people, people pick a screen name um, and they put their email address in so they can log in, of course. And then they take a quiz um, of what they like between the sheets. And it does like a Harry Potter sorting hat kind of thing. And it puts you into one of seven worlds. We call it your sex sign um, where you're with like-minded people in an affinity group, right? So Mm -hmm. everyone in that world has similar preferences to you in bed, not your gender or your gender identity or what type of relationship style, whether that be monogamous or, or open but actually the acts, the different things that you like to do in bed. And that way I felt like people would naturally feel like they're safe to ask those questions because everyone Mm. in there is asking the same types of questions and interested in the same kind of thing. So less judgment and more, more comfortability that you're free to be. Um, And if you want to travel to other worlds and meet other people and, you know, chat with other people and learn other things and then, you know, Oh, this person coming in maybe is just learning about this because they have that color around their avatar telling me which world they're from. So it helps people help each other. um, Okay. Okay. If that makes sense. And when you're in a relationship or dating somebody and you know, their sex sign, well, it's a great way to open up conversations about sex and say, well, what's different about your sex sign than my sex sign? Oh, well in mine, I like some of these things too. How do you feel about those? Are they hard no's or are they maybe's? Are they, I just never tried it. Um, but it really will help two people understand each other's preferences yes. and have a, a stepping off board to start the conversation um, easily and effortlessly. Okay. Okay. So we take this assessment, we figure out what our sex sign is, and then we could be in, I think mine is, I'm pretty sure mine was Zeta because <laughs> I like everything. Me too. <laughs> I like, yeah. I like any and everything. I'm like, Oh, let's try that. Let's try that. Yeah. You know? And, and so those who are other Zetas I'm most compatible with or have yeah. shared the same interest, at least you would, we would think we are compatible because we share the same interest sexually. Yeah. I mean, and Zeta is so vast, but the the one thing about it is you don't live in any one particular world. You like that variety. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you could have a little more proclivity to a little more BDSM than somebody else who's a Zeta make like you like it more frequently, but yes, you're still compatible in that you're going to be able to explore most things and both people are happy to do so. Whereas Mm -hmm. if you're a Zeta and you're dating somebody that's in a Lara, which is the world that's, Probably, you know, I, I don't like to use the word vanilla because I don't, some people think it's a bad thing, but you're just satisfied with plain, right? Not a lot of added colors or flavors. So just straight mm-hmm. sex and, you know, naked bodies, mostly in the bedroom, probably your standard positions and, you mm-hmm. know, oral sex. And that's maybe about it. So yeah. a Zeta might be a little bored within mm-hmm. a Alara. And an Alara might feel a little insecure that they're not living up to the expectations of a Zeta, for example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, yes, that, so that makes perfect sense. So mm-hmm. on the platform, is this a way for people, you know, to meet for intimate relationships or friendships or? Yeah, I mean, what pleasedme.com, the, the website, the web platform is, is it's mostly 
akin to like a Facebook look and okay. feel from a standpoint mm-hmm. of you have your feed and based on who you follow, which experts and which, you know, cool edutainers or artists and or people that you've decided to become online sex positive friends with mm-hmm. um, will show up in your feed. And then eventually, um, I think it'll probably be around the end of 2020, we'll be launching a dating app. But part of the onboarding and ongoing process of Please Me is going to be extending your pleasure map. So we we didn't want to ask too many questions on mm-hmm. entry. So it would cause people to go, this is too many questions, we quit. Um, so there'll be ongoing opportunities to continue to answer questions about your sexuality, your, your relationships, your preferences, maybe traumas that you've had or things that you body issues. How do you feel about all these things? So that as you evolve, you know, the process will take you through suggesting content that will be helpful if these are areas that you're interested in. And your pleasure map will help you articulate to other people and understand yourself better. And later that dating app, what it'll do is every time a new match comes up, it'll ping the database and behind the scenes, compare the two people's pleasure map and give compatibility uh-huh. percentages on the screen. So that- uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So, so you they, said this is gonna be launching at the end of this year, 2021. End of 2022. 2022. Of 2022. Yeah. Okay. Well, we want the app to be smoking hot. You know, like we yes. want it to really have a lot of cool features. And so we're gonna take our time and really design it not only to help match, but even through the dating process to give dating advice for the person that you're dating. Like you mentioned your acts of service, right? Mm-hmm. And if I get lined up on a date with you and I'm gifts, let's say, like your little suggestion would say, if you really want to impress Heather, she loves her love language is gifts. Bring her a little chocolate or a, a flowers. You know, she's one of those right. people that will be impressed by you showing up with flowers, for example, mm-hmm. versus acts of service. My advice would say, open the door, pull out her chair, you know, those types of things is how Taylor feels like she's being appreciated and loved because her love language is acts of service. So things things like that. And then once people, let's say they do find the match and they're going great in their relationship, they can go back to pleaseme.com for a relationship and, and sex support, right? Sex support. Let's like tech support, only better. (laughs) For sure. Yeah, we want to be the dating and relationship platform. Most dating apps want you to keep coming back and dating and dating and dating and dating. We want we want you to have a healthy, loving, successful relationship or relationships or however that looks. But to really be a full service love life tech company, if you will. Yeah. And so there will be options for those like myself who are polyamorous or kinky and who, who hates boxes. So I'm going to check every box. I, I want, I want everything. I want kinky swinging and poly and, and open. Right. And you want a match that wants all those things too. Why would you want anything else? Right. Right. Or at least somebody that's like, listen, I'm familiar with it. It ain't quite, I'm, I'm not everything, but that's fine with me. You know, let me be me, you know, right. just, just don't be trying to, tie my ass down into a box, that's all. For sure, (laughs) for sure. Those options will also be there for the different variety of dating styles or relationship styles and gender preferences, you know, is also another one or two things to add. It's a lot of bells and whistles, girl. Yeah, sex positive world, right? That's what we want to create. So 
all of that. Well, you know, we wanted the platform to be, everyone has sex. I mean, yes. unless you're asexual or you have, you know, obviously some, but you know what I'm saying? It's the one yes. thing that, that in, we have in common with each other, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it has the power to bring us together, you know, in many ways. And you studied Tantra and you know, the power of creativity and creation mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. exists mm-hmm. in sex and sex magic. And, you know, there's just so much there that, and right now we're struggling as a world with mental health because of what's going on around us. And this is such a valuable resource, pleasure and sex and healthy sexuality is something you can do at home in the, in the confines of your four walls. You don't have to, you know, there's not much that, you know, you need to do in order to let this be a positive health tool for you, even if you're single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what about um, the experts on the platform? They have their own channels or are they offering services or? Yeah, well, of course, one of the things that was so important to me was to be an aggregator of the best of the best in the world when it comes to sex and sexuality. And so um, people that do want to be public, of course, that are like, no, this is my this is my profession and I have mm-hmm. a business around this. They can have a social channel and really it's more of a, a hub or an ecosystem for their business because one of the things that I'm just dedicated to after seeing what's going on in this industry and in the world is providing a place for businesses to still have visibility and to be promoted and celebrated versus censored and restricted and run out of business because banks won't give them credit card mm-hmm. processing because social media platforms are deleting their content or shadow banning them or deleting their whole accounts and stealing all their followers. And that's what I call it. Stealing. Mm-hmm. Their yes. So yes. Um, we want to always be building in tools that help creators and businesses monetize so that because they've lost so much profit over the last two years with the restrictions that have come down through FOSTA SESTA and censorship. Um, online. So it's really important to us that they'll have ways to utilize our technology. And we work really hard and diligently to make sure that we're following all the laws and making sure that this is the safest, you know, from no children being on there to no CSAM, which is child sex abuse material ever hitting our Mm -hmm. site, you know, um, so that we don't get taken down as an industry so that we can be a place because if it's consenting adults, accessing legal and healthful information mm-hmm. what's the problem there's no 13 year olds here um yeah you, you know what i mean we're designing and how, how how does the site make sure there's no 15 year olds there let's say <laughs> or 17 year olds yeah well actually we are working on an integration with a company that's called age checked and it's an anonymous age check um they started it because they were passing laws in the EU, EU and UK requiring any adult sites to be uh, age checked, verified. Mm-hmm. Um, that law kind of got put on hold about a year ago, but they still, as a company, were serving the um, gaming industry and some of the other industries. So um, we are able to utilize that third party to verify somebody's age, but not have to store their personal information. And it meets all the regulations and laws. And once somebody's age checked and any other adult platform uses age checked, they already have like their, their pass, you know, like, mm-hmm. so um, we feel like we can help because uh, we do know there are laws and regulations coming to the United States for this. Um, they're, they're looking and talking about it right now. So it's probably going to be about 
two years before that gets passed. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, there's no reason why we can't get ahead of the game and be an example of how to be responsible as an adult company and make sure that we are keeping a platform safe for adults. And we're not taking that information. Your data is still private and secure. So that's that's how we're, we're doing that. We're doing that integration right now. Um, so that will probably be ready. And by the end of this year, we'll have that yeah. uh, up and running. Yeah, that's wonderful. And not that, that you know, that not that the 15 year olds would necessarily be there, but, you know, there's always somebody that finds something. You're like, how did you even find that? Stuff? You know, you're like, you know, <laughs> I couldn't For even sure. find it. How did you freaking find it? You know, and it's, and it turns around. So with regards to imagery or images on the site, what are people, what are the clients allowed to uh, put on the site as far as images? Is there, you know, no nudity or all nudity or is there other videos? What are, you know, we as clients to come on the site if we want to put up our own, yeah. you know, have our own um, stuff well, up there? What, what can we do? <laughs> for sure. Well, we freed the nipple and the pussy and the penis and the butt. <laughs> <laughs> free to be um what we want to be able to do is put certain filters so let's say a client or a, a member doesn't want to see so much nudity then they can they can choose to obfuscate the nudity portions and we'll have the, the software will be smart enough to be able to say you know gray those out and if they want to see it see it but only for the people that are choosing that right um, meaning the member who's accessing it, because maybe they're triggered and, you know, like they're just coming yeah. on here to heal, to heal sexual trauma because there's so many great coaches and they're not ready for that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but really there are no, I mean, I think no, no bestiality. Um, yes. Obviously we, we not, no non-consensual, you know, imagery, but the mm-hmm. channels are approved because we know their businesses and we know they're responsibly marketing their products. So members right now um, have a private photo vault where they can upload six pictures of themselves if they want to share mm-hmm. with other members. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they can be the only one in the picture. We want to make sure there's no revenge porn. We want to make exactly. sure there's no children. Um, and we let them know, listen, this is your anonymous profile. So if you are putting a picture of your face in here, people are going to know who... Susie one, right. two, three is once they look exactly. at your pictures. Just be aware that if you are sharing this in your pictures, there are marks that are identifying like tattoos or birthmarks. You might be losing a little anonymity, but they have control over who they share that with, who they choose. Okay. Yeah. And that and that is good. And I think that's great that a member could choose to not see nudity as they navigate, as they navigate the site. And yes, it's it's I mean, there's nothing. Not not worse, but you know, than being hit in the face, so to speak. <laughs> not literally hit in the face with a dick, but <laughs> yeah. to get a dick pic that you weren't looking for or searching yeah. for, and it pops up on your screen. Especially if you're, you know, who knows, you're at home and you think your yeah. kid's in bed, and next thing you know they they're behind you're on your phone or something on your on your site. And your Correct. kids walk up behind you, and you don't know they're standing behind you because they're quiet little buggers sometimes. Yeah, and, you know, and up pops a dick pic. Yeah, or you're out in public and you just want to turn on safe for work mode because you do want to access the articles, but you don't want people over your shoulder looking at what you're looking at. And then you, when you're not, you want to turn on not safe for work mode, kind of a thing. Oh, um, so you have that ability on the on the side to have the safe for work mode. We're gonna. It's not there yet. 
Um, but it is, it is in the plan so that people have that consent, you know, really what, what we focus on is, and I want, I want to create a world in which consent is the reality, mind, body, and spirit mm-hmm. everywhere, you know? And so whatever we do, we, we, we try to think about user consent, member consent, channel consent. Um, and mm-hmm. we're actually about to add the video uploading feature because Recently, YouTube came out with stricter guidelines, and now we're hearing from the community that their videos are being deleted and their channels are being deleted on YouTube. So we're adding video uploading um, and membership, uh, like OnlyFans type services, where channels can have premium memberships in different tiers or sell just an individual piece of content or get tips for their free content from their fans and followers. So that's that's amazing. Yeah, we saw what was happening with OnlyFans and we went, this is not right. This is not fair. They used this industry to build their technology and now they're yes. throwing out the very people who made them successful and they have to lose all their income and start all over. So mm-hmm. we're actually also launching a WeFunder so that people in our industry can be stockholders and please me if they want and be a part Yay. of owning, owning the platform that you're helping to build. And um, clearly our mission, we're not going to change our focus. Like OnlyFans mission was never to change the world's status quo about sex, right? Their mission was have a platform for content creators to monetize. Um, Whereas we have a mission to support the businesses and the individuals out there Mm -hmm. who are being hurt by the censorship, by not being able to access this amazing content in its entirety. Um, mm-hmm. So that we can all grow as a society and have sex be positive instead of shame, fear. Instead of, yeah. All the fear mongering that, that happens around it while people are doing shit they're not supposed to do behind closed doors. So you, the, you also have several broadcast channels on the site and the purpose, tell me about the per- the channels and the purpose of each of the channels. <laughs> Yeah, we we figured, I, you know, people have the same kind of interests when they come to look about sex and sexuality. One is dating and relationships. So one channel is the mating game. And what we do, every, every member that comes on Please Me follows our main seven channels so that when they get there, they have some content to interact with. Yes. And so that we can boost all of our business channels content and introduce them to really cool content creators and or educators or coaches so it really serves everyone um, that we have those broadcast channels and the other channels are the art of sex so that's all about improving sexual outcomes and performance and comfortability and sexuality Um, and then the third one is the science of sex so that's Uh really uh medical and technical so if there's technology coming out like long distance sex toys and um, if there's sexual wellness products that help ED or um, PE, which is, you know, erectile dysfunctional or premature mm-hmm. ejaculation or vaginismus or anything that's, you know, in and around our sexual health, like hormones, et cetera. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then we have hot events, which is self-explanatory. Once you're ready to go out in the world and the world is ready for us to go back out into it again. Right. Um, where you can go in your area to go explore fun and cool, whether they're conferences or um, cool like masquerade balls. I went to a beautiful masquerade ball down in Miami the other day and they had cool performers and everybody was- Really? You went without me? (laughs) I did, I should have called you. They do one a year and this year's was a masquerade ball and it was was great. Uh, Nice, nice. (laughs) 
And and then there's swinger clubs and there's swinger events and hotel takeovers and there's just so much going on. So for people that want to, depending on their desired outcome, they could go to the hot events calendar. That that hot events calendar is coming. So right now we use the channel to let people mm-hmm. know what's going on around the world. Most of it online because of the condition yes. we're in yes, right yes. now. Um, and then sexy travel once that opens up again. So where are the hottest destinations? Like you go to hedonism all the time. You know how wonderful it is, but a lot of people never heard of it, never been there before. So opening them up to cool cruises and um, resort destinations where it's really geared towards our sexual pleasure and happiness. Yeah. New um, beaches, cat dash. Have you been yeah. a cat? Have you been yet? I have not, but my investor that I told you about in the beginning of the call has been there twice in the last year. Um, okay, you I'm need to be. You need to put that on your travel list for next year. Totally, <laughs> I, girl. Come with us. We're going back. We went this year. <laughs> Was it so fun? Yes, it's always fun. It's amazingly fun. For those of you who don't know, Cap Dodge is a. Uh, city of 50,000 nudists, um, which I think I've talked about a hundred times on the, on my podcast, but it's a, it's a, it's a city of 50,000 nudists that's open pretty much from June to September. And, but it's everything from two-year-old babies to 80-year-old grandmas and you can go. In France, every, right? It's in the South of France. Yes. It's yeah. uh, about 40 minutes South of Montpellier. And it's about an hour flight South of Paris. About four-hour mm. train ride, so in north of yeah. Barcelona, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely so on the bucket list for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got the hot events, the art of sex, the mating game, the science of sex, the sexy travel, and then we have mm-hmm. between, between the sheets, sheets which yes. is our hot news. So anything newsworthy in the sex and um, entertainment industries, uh, we post on uh, between the sheets. And we have a new, we have two new channels coming out. One is Rock My World, which is going to be entertainment. Um, And and then the heart of the matter, heart of the matter, which is about healing trauma, you know, sexual trauma Mm -hmm. or healing broken hearts or whatever, the healing aspects of uh, our sexuality. Mm -hmm. Great. And then, so we rock my world. And what was, what else was there? Heart of, heart of the matter, which is oh, yeah. for yeah, trauma healing and or just, you know, a lot of times when you go through a divorce, there's just emotional healing that needs to happen before you're ready for a new relationship. Um, as yes. an example. So it doesn't always have to be sexual, right? Yes, um, yes, yes. Or even just, you know, core values that have caused you to live a life that maybe, you know, at 12, those core values were important to keep you safe. But now that you're 44, maybe they're not applicable anymore and people are working through that process if you will yes very nice very nice so it sounds i mean are you hiring 200 people because it sounds like there is so much not only currently happening but you have so many things that are coming down the pipeline i mean how are you doing all of this heather (laughs) i know well you know some days i wonder if i did lose my mind but we do have quite quite a extensive team of either contractors or, you know, subcontractors that work with uh-huh. us. There's about 20 people that are part of the project. Um, nice, nice. Um, and a large part of that being, you know, the technology team um, and our, you know, data and security officers. And, you know, there's a yes. lot, there's a, 
a lot of that. And then just the marketing team and business management team. So we are always um, looking for great people who are passionate about the mission that, you know, fit into our current plan. So absolutely send us your resume if you feel like uh-huh. you need to an interview, right? What yeah. have, that is, a, that is good to know because there are, uh, you know, I think a lot of people who have a lot of skills sometimes overlook the, the sexual, yeah. uh, the sex industry and the business of sex or the, or the industry of sexual technology in itself. What have you found to be both um, the most enjoyable part about being in the sex tech world and then the most challenging part of it? Um, the best part of being in the sex tech world is tied to the most challenging, which is that everything is challenging. <laughs> okay. And and number one, um, I like to eat problems for breakfast and I love variety. And as a Zeta, uh, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. I get bored easy. So there's mm-hmm. never a dull moment. Um mm-hmm is one thing I would say, but the other part that, that is also tied to that is it's just such an important topic. I have come to understand the power that it has to really improve people's lives when this area is supported and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. being able to be a part of even improving one person's life is extremely fulfilling. And, you know, it's always been my mission to help improve people's quality of life. I used to do it in anti-aging and health and wellness physically with doctors and supplements and exercise. But I realized when the mind suffers, the body cries out. So unless we address the triad of health, which is mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical, we're never really fully whole. And a lot of people segment their sexuality and put it over here. And so mm-hmm. then we're never really whole because we have a whole part of ourselves that we're disassociating with or not okay with or having bad feelings about. So when we can integrate se- healthy sexuality back into our, our, our sex, sexual wellness and health plan, um, it really has a power to impact people's lives. And um, the most challenging thing is that society and or business regulations and or business services for whatever reason, are still demonizing and vilifying, if that's the Mm -hmm. right word, sex and sexuality, healthy sex and sexuality. And so everything I learned in in all my years of business didn't really end up applying here. (laughs) So we had to to get over all the learnings and how do we get around this and how do we get around that and how do we solve for this. But the great news is we just want to share that with all the other people in our industry so that we can all thrive and yes. really start to collaborate because together we're stronger than mm-hmm. we are as one person fighting against the machine, you know? So we hope to create like a pleasure industry association and really professionalize, you know, information and business services and support for, for people that are choosing to support this important area of people's lives. This is amazing. Heather, this has been such a good conversation. I thank you so much for being here today and sharing all this great information about Please Me. (laughs) Thank you, Taylor. I really appreciate you and what you do. And my own personal journey has been greatly, greatly impacted just by knowing you. And I mean, (laughs) that doesn't mean we haven't, we had sex together, y'all. No, no, no. But if we did, it would have been fucking amazing. I promise you. (laughs) 
Amazing. <laughs> um, no, I had the pleasure of being in your classes and ah, thank you. education and just being in your energy and just seeing how, you know, being sexually free and empowered has the power to really make us happy. And so ah. I appreciate your example and your dedication and, and thank you for being in my life. Well, I want to say the same. We're going to have a you know a mutual feeling here because I feel the same about you because what you have done with this platform and this business you have built is amazing. And it is no nothing short of amazing. So I thank you for leading by example with regards to the business of sex and how to get it done, girl, because you oh. are doing you are doing it. And it's amazing. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you, sweetheart. So for all of you all, if you want to stay up to date with Heather and Please Me, you could visit her website and get your own membership at Please Me, spelled with a Z, P-L-E-A-Z-E-M-E.com. Also, you could find her on YouTube and Facebook under Please Me. And on Twitter, you will find her under Please Me Social. That's P-L-E-A-Z-E-M-E-S-O-C-I-A-L. Please meet social. And we, of course, will have the links on the page. And to stay up to date with Sisters of Sexuality, you could visit our site at sistersofsexuality.com and on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, if you have any questions for me or any of our guests, you can email me directly at sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. And my main platform, Organic Lovin', L-O-V-E-N, on all social media. If you like this episode, please leave us a comment. And as always, please share, subscribe, and support. Thank you for listening. Until next week, bye-bye. Organic Lovin', for the bodies you love to love. How do people describe you? Are you curious, playful, maybe sensual? adventurous how about open-minded the truth is no matter who you are organic lovin has something to indulge your fantasies we offer only organic natural and eco-friendly intimate body products including vegan condoms organic lubricants body safe sex toys and sex positive books you won't find anything harmful in our products or toys we also have a full range of other experiences including erotic seminars and exotic adult-only vacations. Receive our adult subscription box for a monthly sexual delight. Be educated, entertained, and informed. Organic Lovin'. For her, for him, for you, for the bodies you love to love. Visit OrganicLovin.com. We offer shipping worldwide, so stop by the site anytime. Organic Lovin'. That's L-O-V-E-N.com.